Hi there,、um, my name is Yusuf Yakubu and I'm a songwriter, I'm a producer, a singer,、uh, a photographer as well. And、um, it's really an honor to be part of this、um, podcast, Making Musical Quantum Lips with、um, Worship. You're listening to Making Musical Quantum Lips. And yes, you did not click the wrong link. Welcome to another amazing, sensational, eye opening, and wonderful journey. Yeah, a quantum leap with no other person but your amazing vocal coach. It is I, Worship. <laughs> okay, so today I had the honor and the privilege of talking with someone I respect so much. Yes, we lived in the same area, but I never got to meet him one on one, not until he left the country. No, I'm not outside the country, I mean, speak to him. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about no other person but Yusuf Yakubu. Yusuf Yakubu is a photographer, he's a producer, he's a songwriter, he's a singer. Come on, like, he's so much. And I've seen him be a mentor to so many people. I've seen him do a lot of stuff. I've seen him, I've, I've heard his name being spoken about in so many places. And it made me often wonder who is this person? Well, I had the honors <laughs> of talking with this personality. So I wanted to listen keenly to this amazing gist we have. Trust me, there's a lot for you in here. All right, let's dive in one more time. Welcome to Making Musical Quantum Leaps. Fasten your seatbelts and let's get ready for a quantum leap. So, we spoke about a lot of things. Yeah, we spoke about his、um, upbringing, we spoke about what, what pushed him into the singing ministry. How did he know he had a calling in music? We spoke about even his name, yes, because I never knew his name was Yusuf Yakubu. All I knew was Gospel General, Gospel General. Not until recently I discovered his name was actually Yusuf Yakubu. And <laughs> it was just, well, but really, I only knew him as Gospel General. I wondered how come about the name. So I got to ask him, yeah, and the story is really funny. <laughs> All right, so guys, let's get in. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used, to, I used to go by the name Gospel General. And okay,、uh, there's a quick story behind the name, in a way. Not the whole story, but part of the reason or the story <laughs> is that、uh, when I was growing up here,、yeah, I, I wanted to be a soldier. You get it? Like, I just loved the army so much that I literally told my mom that if it's not soldier or army, I, I don't want to do any other thing. You get that's how much I was so into the army. And、uh, you know, our mothers then, I mean, she was scared and she was like, oh no, you know, you can't be a soldier, people die, blah, blah, blah. You know, and she just kind of looked for a way. She told me a story that I don't think I'm allowed to say here <laughs> because it's so, it's so, I mean, anyways, I'll say it and. If, if you want to leave it, you leave it. If you don't want, you can take it off. Yeah? So basically, what, what she told me was that, ah, that in the army, they used to get syringe and inject it on male private parts. You get that's how they inject them so they'll be strong. So that story just, just broke me. It discouraged me. I'm like, no way that's going to happen to me. No way. You get, and that's how I. Just left that whole army ambition thing you get. And so I've always been kind of fascinated with the army, like how the order, you know, how they are so、um, organized, you know, all of those things. Like I love them, you know, when I see army men in the uniform, the prestige, you know, not, not really the side that oppress people, more of the order side, you know, the order, like people are all organized, they follow order, you know, the They, they, there's, there's always、um, uh, like, a, like a creed, they call it, or something, you know, where you, you just know what to do and you have to do what you need to do for the next person, you know. And yeah, so 
when i started music like i think when i when i started doing my working on my first album in 2008 yeah the album um that name i was i didn't have a name you know so i tried so many names but they didn't really sit like that so i was just asking the holy spirit oh help me help me what name do i use like i need a name i need a name obviously you know then i didn't i didn't know that you could actually just use your name like that because most of the people I'd seen then that I used to hear they didn't really use their names like that you know like Jamos and all of that uh they didn't some of them used like abbreviations of their names so i wanted something different and one day i was just sitting in the studio while we were walking and the name just came like gospel general i'm like oh nice after all i like the army and if i mean gospel and then you are like a a, a force to be reckoning in the gospel scene yeah so gospel general oh that's good and that's how the name just came you know and yeah and that's how i just started using the name gospel general but i think at the point i then when when i had like a, a what's it called um obviously would grow you know in the whole like as you walk with god you grow and i just discovered that okay you know what um it would just probably be okay if i just use my name straight you know like so so people don't get confused like that's not the idea the idea because some people might just hear the name and just think oh uh we don't want to invite this one anymore cuz his name sounds funny you know that's what they might think and i wasn't interested in in all of that like i just wanted to to just do god just do music so people should just know me by my name and that's just how i you know i and i think other things that were going on like other um processes and training that god the holy spirit was taking me through and yeah i just uh, just felt you know uh, i will just change the name to just use my name gospel general um yusuf so yeah that's how it came about literally and yeah and um one more thing about the name is that even though now i it's more like an understanding so i don't have to use the name for me to still have that understanding you know but one of the things that kind of made me use the name as well is that um i believe that music is is a weapon you get and because we're always fighting you know whether people know it or not we're always in a spiritual battle that's for sure you know and music is one weapon that you can actually use because sound has a way it transports you far beyond you can far beyond what you can actually imagine you know you can ride on sound and fight battles you know there are there are battle sounds you know there are sounds you can create that angels just know that this is a battle cry you know so that understanding was what one of the things also that made me say oh you know uh, yeah i'm going to use the name gospel general because it translates to someone who sings as uh, to also wage warfare which obviously that's what we do you get but and that's one thing that's always um helped my music or guide me in my music choices and all of that like knowing that look this music is not just for the fun of it like i'm not just singing to entertain people it might sound nice it might sound you know you might enjoy the sound yeah that's that's good i mean that's good but that's not the that's not just the reason why the music is there if not i mean <laughs> if that was just the thing i would have just done secular you know but that's not the reason like the reason is actually for you to be able to for you to be liberated by the sound that the sound would help you fight battles that when you listen to the song that spirit of depression that is haunting you would flee away you see now you've 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 won a battle you get so that's yeah that's the understanding that i had you know and i still have that understanding now even though i use my name but you see that understanding has been imprinted in my mind so i know that now but i still use my name yusuf you know so yeah <laughs> Most singers have something spectacular or amazing about their childhood. 
So I asked our man of God here, I was like, tell us about your childhood, how growing up was like, and more of things like that. And trust me, he spoke a lot, spoke about the role his parents had to play in his growing up. See, blessed are you if you have good parents. So my childhood was really, um, it, it was good. Like when I was growing up, yeah, I was, I was like a very energetic um, child, you get. So I would play a lot. So for me, growing up was really fun because I did a lot of playing around, you know, like uh, just hanging out with friends and all of that. It was, it was really good. And um, I grew up, um, my family were actually... A big family <laughs> that's the thing because i have a lot of i think i have about no i think actually <laughs> i have six siblings you know i actually had um eight but two passed on to glory just at a very very young age so there was like a lot of people to grow like to play with around like i had my siblings around you get like my sisters I'm the first anyways, so, but still it was fun to have them around and play around, you know. So growing up was fun for me and my parents as well were really, like, they they kind of um, were part of our childhood, if you get what I mean. Like, they were not distant. You know, unlike, like, um, some people would say, oh, their parents walked too much and they didn't see much of their parents around. But for me... I kind of had my, my mom was like a full-time house mom. So she was always involved. Like she was always there. And my dad was working, you know, the normal uh, nine to five. So most of the times he would be at home, say anything from 7 p.m. thereabouts, you know. And, and he would always, you know, stay around, would play around, you know. So childhood for me was, was good, you know. He they would always take us to church, like when there are like church services and all of that, would always go to church, Sunday service. My parents were all involved in, in church a lot. So my my mom was like part of, um, you know, in the north, northern Nigeria, there's, there's what they call the Zumuntamata. That's the women fellowship, you know, women choir in a way. So yeah, she was part of that. So we would always go to church. And my dad also was like involved, but not musically though. So every Sunday we're in church, every Wednesday we're in church, when there's like special programs, we're in church. So I think I grew up like a church boy type thing, if if you get like, it was more like a church, 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 you know, a lot. Like I spent a lot of my time in church and yeah. Just like most families, like we, we were, we were kind of, not kind of, we were religious but not spiritual enough if you get what i mean like we would go to church normally we would you know programs christmas new year go to church um if there's revival we're always in church you know but you just we're not spiritual enough like when i mean spiritual like you know like the whole um spending time speaking in tongues you know like spending say one or two three hours every day to pray you know you you were not doing all of that when we're growing up you know we just knew that but one thing i loved is that my mom took her time to make sure that every time we do something wrong she would sit us down and correct us like using the word so she would always like she tried her best when she was alive to make sure that we were always decent we were always like we always try for the best we always go for um good stuff you know so so you, you get so that kind of helped me growing up like helped all of us growing up to know that look uh, there's just something called a good living a righteous living like you have to be kind to people you have to be respectful you have to help people when you can you know you have to pray you know all of those things so mom kind of helped us in that aspect a lot and i think that's where my love for god stay coming in gradually gradually you know like yeah and i i remember like um I think I gave my life to Christ when, was it 2000, 2004, I think, yeah. 
if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 2004. And I just heard a message, like, my pastor was just preaching, you know, and I heard this message. I, I can't even remember the message, to be honest, but I just know that it touched me. I was, I was still young, but I just know that, yeah, it touched me, and I was like, oh, you know what, man, this is just the way forward, like, giving your life to Christ. Because then I didn't know that, you know, you'd have to, like, dedicate your life and make all of those confessions. So we were just going to church. But when that message came, I was like, wow, if this is how it is, I really want to see God. I want to experience God. I want to give my life to Christ. And yeah, you know, then how we would always do like all those orthodox um, churches, they would ask you, I think they still do it up to now, where they would ask you to come forward, you know, and then you stand in front and confess the word, you know. So yeah, I, I think that day was just me, to be honest. But Honestly, I didn't care. Like all I just wanted to give wanted was just to give my life to Christ. I didn't care if it was just me or uh, there were more people that didn't bother me, you know. And yeah, and the work just started from there. Obviously, it wasn't like smooth smooth, you know, like but that was the beginning of the whole thing. Everything just started from there. Well, I was much younger then, and I know I used to like um if you know this um you know this boys brigade they have this um, drum this band that they play you know I used to be so fascinated with that thing like the sound you know like all the um when all of the drums come together you know boys brigade you know I used to like that so much so for me I think what um kind of drew me close to music is sound you know, it wasn't the singing at first, to be honest, like, like, I know it was always sound, but I used to be a very shy person when I was growing up, so, and I just, sometimes I would love something, but because I was shy, I will just enjoy it from afar, so, you know, I didn't really join the boys brigade quick or early, but later, I remember in, um, I think, 2000 and was it 2012 or no not 12 sorry um 2002 there about five yeah sorry i'm not too good with you know exact dates but i can just tell like i can tell dates that are close i can't give you specific <laughs> so yeah forgive me for that but i i, I think it's 2002 yeah if, if i'm not mistaken so I, I remember I, I gathered enough courage and I was like, you know what? I used to, yeah, that's the thing. I used to like um, keyboard a lot. Like the sound. Oh, oh my God. You know, sound just has a thing. Oh, brother. Sound. Oh, you know, so so I remember going to my uh, band leader and I told him, oh, I wanted to join the choir, but I, didn't, I don't want to sing. I just want to learn the keyboard. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, yeah, 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 why not? Come on, join. Not knowing that the um, band rule is that everyone who is part of the band would have to learn how to sing. So what they do is, when we come for rehearsal, instrumentalists and um, singers, we all learn the song. So you sing, you score the song together, you sing the song, harmonize it together. Everyone will sing. Before, when everyone has gotten it, then everyone would then go um you know that's what we then split up the instrumentalists would go um obviously mount the instruments and then the singers would sing so that's how it started you know even though i know at first i i, I wasn't really happy about that because i joined specifically to learn the keyboard not to sing but i i now looking back i, I feel it was just divine you know orchestration like god god knew what he had in mind for me you know, but he, he just allowed me. Like, it's like he was just sitting up there and just looking at me and saying, ah, look at my child. He thinks he likes keyboard. He doesn't know that he's actually singing that he's here for, <laughs> you know. And, yeah, so that's how I stay singing and stay singing. And I stay enjoying it. I found out that I was even enjoying the singing more than the keyboard itself. Like, because I gave my all. Like, I just dived into music. Like, because I was like... I love, I want to learn how to play keyboard so much that if it means learning how to sing, then I don't mind. So I gave my all and I still enjoying the singing, like really enjoying it, you know, and that's just how it started. And before you know, I forgot about the keyboard and just faced um, 
um, singing and that's that you know and yeah singing just kept going that way <laughs> and we kept improving and improving and uh, later discovered uh, wow whenever i sing like i see do things to people and even me that i sing in it like i tend to experience some uh, obviously like I, I tend to see the move of the spirit like i feel it on me as well you get there's this chill experience that you just know that this is not just you like this is beyond you you get and i, I think with time the holy spirit is there telling me like showing me stuff that oh you know what this is this is where you should go like this is this is it singing you get keyboard is part of it obviously because I, I play keyboard now but keyboard is not the main keyboard is just part of what would help me sing better so that's that's how i kind of um, discovered that oh you know what singing is actually the thing for me not the instrument like yeah so so i'd say in a way i kind of stumbled upon it <laughs> you know i just i just stumbled upon um singing and there's a funny story you know like when i was uh, when i started singing because obviously i i know i know there's a place for talent there's a place for people who are just naturally gifted for me i really can't say you know because i remember when i started singing sometimes my dad would like hey guy keep quiet why are you disturbing us like your voice is just not good you know like my auntie would always tease me you know and my dad would tease me but my mom would always say oh no no, no. you know you know i told you earlier that my mom tried her best to always encourage us so my mom would always say oh you know what just just rehearse rehearse don't worry you know it'll be better you know at the point i felt a bit uh, imagine a, a young teenager growing up trying to do his best and then people keep telling him oh you don't sound good you sound bad and all of that you know it obviously would hit you different you know especially when it's coming from family but i just thank god that my mom was there you know she was always like oh no you know what it might not sound nice now but just keep practicing you'll be better you know and that's how i would always practice in the house you know i'll be singing and you know, like oh my god shouting <laughs> you know i i think looking back now yeah, i just feel bad for my neighbors like they 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 are the ones that suffered it the most you know like and i would always rehearse at home like rehearse and then it's still getting better and better you know and that's that's one thing about um singing that's one thing about talent that sometimes talent is not enough you know you might be gifted you might be talented but you still would have to work on it you'd have to sharpen it you get like you still have to do work you know dedication uh, to make sure that you be, you become refined because that talent might just be raw so you'd have to redefine it like you have to make it refined that's the word yeah refined and powerful yeah The Gospel General has a sister. Her name is Jemima. We wrote work um, at the same center. We attended the same um, tutorial classes. And you could just see that this lady is different from every other person. It's not about her being reserved and quiet and all that. You could actually see something different, something you cannot explain. I just had to trace it to somewhere. Then when I discovered Gospel General was her brother, I was like, that's all. It's finished. It must be a family something. <laughs> Guess what? She sings as well. She sings beautifully. Like the very first day I heard her sing, it was mind-blowing. And she's so humble. Yeah, like she is really humble. So I asked him, like, how do you do this in your family? And I also asked him to talk about mentorship because I'm sure he was not just a mentor to his sister. He was a mentor to a lot of people. A lot of them, so... Just ask him, how, how do we do things with the consciousness that people are watching? You do not know. Like, Jemima did not know I was observing this stuff. He did not know I was observing this stuff. So he, he has not even seen me before. But the truth is, people are watching. Here's what he has to say. To be honest with you, wow. <laughs> this is yeah because one i i just feel like my parents played a very very huge role when it comes to how we behave and 
i i feel like it's not really by our doing i feel like the holy spirit like has a very very big part in it you know like in terms of um everybody having his own type of ministry so your person explains your ministry in a way you get and as i said earlier my mom really took her time like she did a good job that's the truth like she disciplined us my mom is a very calm honest god god-fearing woman you know my dad did his part as well you know and we we just grew up knowing that look you have to be decent in any way you are you have to be respectful you have to love god that the fact that you're here doesn't mean you're better than people so we kind of learned humility in a very at a very um young age you get like like that one was something that you know they kept on hammering on us like you have to be humble forget that maybe you might think you have something more than some other person doesn't mean you're better than them you get it's just grace it's just favor it's just god that has put you in that position so that that understanding made us realize that you know no matter how nice it looks we have to be humble wherever we find ourselves you know and i i think it's as a result of our work with god like obviously it got to a stage where i think it started with mom has always been that person who loves god who always wanted to know more about god and i saw that in her and that also triggered something in me to want to know god and then i found god and when i found god i was like oh you know what I can't just find this thing and hold it to myself. You see, that would be selfishness. So I, I wanted to teach my young ones, like I, everything I, like when I find something new, I'd always want to teach them. You know, I'd always want to get them involved, like things that are helpful. You know, God stuff. You know, and obviously she saw me singing. You know, she was always there when I was doing stuff. You know, and she also just had that singing. She was, you know, like she had that that thing in her. <laughs> the music was just in her, you know, and and obviously because she saw how much I gave my all, you know, growing up and the music, you know, just giving my all into rehearsals and all of that, like always wanting to strive for the best, you know, and all of that. I I think it just kind of rubbed off on them. And all of them just would want to like, especially her now in the terms of in terms of music aspect and all of that, you know, just wanted to like, oh, you see, my elder brother does it well. I need to do it well, as well. And uh, yeah, and that's that's one thing I would say. Like when it comes to um, gospel artists and all of that, like if you've got siblings or people under you, they they are watching, if, whether you know it or not, <laughs> you get so that alone should just make you want to give your best because someone somewhere is watching and at the end of the day they would be what they've seen so if they've seen christ in you like perfection like the positive perfection not the negative one you know if they've seen diligence if they've seen dedication they also would automatically just become dedicated you know so i i think here yeah, for my my siblings is just to be honest with you God has been part of it, you know, understanding that there's nothing you can do without God. So always involving God, you know, and just knowing that there's nothing you can actually become or do if God is not involved, you, you know. And yeah, and then the Holy Spirit has just been helping us. The fact that we spend time with Him, we sing and worship Him, you know, just help mold you know it's helped like the holy spirit has molded us has shaped us the way he wants even though to be honest there's still work to be done you know why we're, we're a work in progress like there's so much to be done <laughs> yeah like so much molding and breaking and reshaping and all of that but i will just say is the fact that we just depended on the holy spirit for everything and that's just what's made us stand out you know i had him talk about growth 
and musical excellence amongst gospel ministers, not just in skill, but in our relationship and in the anointing. And here's what he had to say. I feel it is very, very important for ministers to grow, like because growth is very, very important. Anything that doesn't grow is dead. And you know, you know, God God doesn't change, yeah. But I believe that revelation updates. Like you could update your revelation about God because um as a result of how much people work with God and all of that, you know, things God gets to reveal more things about him because we can never exhaust knowing God. Like we can never exhaust God himself. Same as music ministry. Because obviously music ministry is, is still tied to him, just like every other ministry. And growth is a process. It's not really a like a palatable process, but it's an interesting process that is very, very important. And I always feel like if you want to be effective, you have to grow with time. Because say, for instance, now, um, I live in the UK and there are certain, because of how the the society is now there's a way you would sing that no one will even look at your side that's the thing like no no one will even want to even listen to the message talk more of being blessed in the first place you get but if you're able to grow you know like you're able to grow your skill you're able to stick to the process you're able to grow skill wise you're able to grow spiritually there's a way you would just the because of the growth that you've you've experienced because of how much you know in God and experienced in God. There's a sound that you would release that no matter what society it is, they are forced to listen to that sound. So I I, I think that's what growth does. That's why growth is very important. Because certain societies have become so, like they they they, they have deleted God. <laughs> let me let me use the word delete. You know they've removed God from their syllable. That it is now difficult to just want to just sing anyhow. You know, like when I mean anyhow, you understand. Like uh, no skill, nothing, and just assume that because I'm doing gospel, everybody will just listen to me. No, 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 not everybody will listen to you. You get so growth is very very important because some society is your depth that captures them, not your mediocre um, type of singing. No, no, yeah, it is. And I I feel like I feel like God is just. I have this philosophy here. God is too big for you to offer him rubbish. You know, so that's why growth is important. Like, you have to keep growing. That's your own way of saying, oh, yes, I want to offer you the best, Lord. Like, Lord, I, even though I've, I'm, I'm doing your work, but I want to I wanna offer the best. I want to offer my best. So I would dedicate myself to grow. I, I think if you, if you have that mindset, if you, if you see it that way, then it will push you to seek growth in all aspects. Like, the growth I'm talking about now is not just one-sided. Like, every aspect. You grow your skill, you grow your understanding of music, both in the spiritual aspect of it and in the technical side of it. You grow your um, your ad libs vocabulary, you know, your bank of ad libs. You grow your your um, writing skill. You grow your your knowledge of God because how much of God you know is what is going to determine the kind of songs you sing so you have a deep knowledge of god your songs will be deep so you see that's why and you constantly will have to grow you have to build yourself you have to go through the process and is it for like when you're as a music minister yeah it's sometimes not easy you know like it's always like a it's not even like it is a process like it is a lifestyle it's it's a continuum it just keeps going you, you get and those processes come in different ways 
like different ways. Sometimes, I mean, you, you might be going through a process that you find out that you're, because of the process you're going through, you get lonely. But doesn't mean you're lonely. It's just a process to build you up. Because obviously as a minister, you would need time. You'd have to stay away from um, the crowd, you know, so that you can get sounds and all of that. So those are just processes, and those processes might not be in might not be fun, you know. Like I, I was speaking to my wife the other day, and I was just telling her that it's just so funny how the concept or the definition of fun has just been redefined, you know. So some people just think uh, fun means just going out and shouting and all of that, but but no. So yeah, the, this process might not be as fun as you would think it or you would want it to be but it is important very very important so yeah like like i would always tell people my guys that look if you have a way of probably um getting a a coach like a voice coach or something or probably getting some materials online to just um um score yeah do that you know that's 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 growth like scoring songs just continually scoring songs, you know, that's growth, you know, that's a process of growth, like you're, you know, and be faithful to it, it's very, 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 very important, that's how you can reach more people in this time and age, obviously, you can't ignore the part of spirituality, (laughs) that is very important, you know, I heard um, someone sometime back was telling, where he has and then the person was like, oh, as a music minister, Make sure you don't pray too hard so that it doesn't affect your voice. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. That is, that is, that is just a very wrong and, I mean, useless statement, to be honest. You know, because you need, you need God more. It's even the God, it's God that would make the voice sound good. It's God that would direct you in the process that you need to follow to grow, you know. It's God that will brood on the voice. So you need to pray more, you know. But yeah, I think growth is, is essential. Yeah, you can never over overemphasize that part. It's very, very important. Youth Vyakube has a wonderful song. Trust me, this song still brings chills to my bones. I wanted to make a cover of this song, but I have not been able to bring myself to doing it. This song blesses me every single time I plug in my headphones and just begin to listen. The title of that song is Brokenness, and it featured another sensational personality. We'll be having him on the podcast soon. Pastor Caleb David. This song... I can't talk too much. I just asked him, what was the inspiration? What does this song really mean? I actually told him what I felt the song meant. Even if what I felt the song meant made so much sense. It was not, there was so much more to what the song meant. I'm sure you would like to find out what that song meant. You can go on and download that song. That song is available on most um, audio sharing platforms. You can get it on Spotify. You can get to listen to it on Spotify, Audio Mac, and you can even download it at Revelation Music if you need the song. It's a song you must listen to. So um, my latest single that I just dropped um, recently um, that featured um, Caleb David, um, Brokenness. Basically, this song, this song literally talks about um, just coming to the end of yourself. You know, because until we come to the end of ourself, God cannot take over. So when you think you still have strength to run the race, God is going to stand back and just watch you run. So until you get to that stage. So for me, the song is as a result of realizing that, you know, what, I, I am nothing by myself. Like, I literally cannot... I'm, I'm, there's just no life outside of God you get so brokenness is talking about like he says say, out of the um, ashes I see a burning fire 
So just like um, um, Abraham, for instance, see, until he got to that stage where his body was dead, God did not give him the seed that was promised. You get so brokenness is just talking about you coming to the point of realizing that it is no more about you it's no more about your strength so it's like literally dropping everything at his foot and then allowing him taking over so that's what brokenness is about because it talks about a broken heart and a broken and a contract heart you get so and obviously the holy spirit is is um, represented as water also in the um, bible so it talks about um the holy spirit taking over baptism you know so there's so many concepts about this song but basically like the general idea about the song is just submission surrender brokenness and allowing the spirit to take over so he says you see there's a part that says um, you see the part that others don't so basically what it means is that no matter what you're going through you might see a situation that looks impossible you know but god sees beyond that you know if only you would surrender you would you would drop it at his feet at at his foot or feet yeah <laughs> you know he would then lead you you get just when you when the situation looks dead like it looks like nothing is gonna nothing good is going to come out of that of you anymore that's exactly when life comes out out of the ashes you see a burning fire out of the dark you see a living spirit you get the spirit of god it's right there just when you think everything is dead is dark the spirit of god is right there so that's what the song is talking about brokenness and for me, I, I must I must um, confess that up to now, the song literally ministers to me. Like when I listen to it, it still blesses me, you know, because <laughs> I feel like brokenness is a is a process. You get it's 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 a it's a heart cry, you know, a, a, a heart that's just saying, "Lord, take over," like like this is me, my. In my broken state take over you know and it continually just speaks to me whenever i listen to the song and i know that the song itself is a is a process you know like i remember when i was rehearsing this song like keyboard and i couldn't this is the thing yeah <laughs> i i literally had to I, I kind of experienced what the song itself was saying or what the song itself means you know, like when I was rehearsing this song to record, I just could not understand. Like I had a lot of difficulty in say the key. I remember me and um Caleb, we kept on going back and forth because I couldn't find a key that was convenient for me. So I was always changing keys, change just rehearsing it anyways. You know, and it was one of the things that delayed the song in a way, you know, and trying to like just get the complete form of this song because I, for me some songs i don't just get them all at once you know they come like in they come in parts you know so yeah so brokenness itself at, at a point i almost i almost did not want to even record the song because of the frustration of you know getting things right and all of that but until i just realize that look this is not by your strength just flow with this song and exactly when i did that everything just fell in place you know and then thank god for uh, minister Caleb david as well you know he was really helpful with with it and Caleb being a very <laughs> a very anointed person and i i really respect him you know as a friend you know, and we were able to do the song together. And yeah, brokenness is, I assure you, it's going to bless you. If you've not heard it, you can just go on every platform 
digital platform you listen to and yeah listen to the song brokenness fit um caleb david and i'm sure it's gonna bless you so after all our chit chat i asked him one final question sir what do you what would you say to artists that are upcoming that are still growing what would be your advice to them Yes, what would be your advice to them? Seeing that there's so much, so much input into the music ministry. There's so many people pouring in, rushing into the music ministry. What would be your advice? Help them make their journey easier and quicker. So um, what I'm going to say to um, upcoming vocalists, oh, yeah or those of us that are still growing <laughs> in, in the ministry is uh, there's something I've noticed that kind of um, I think it's just a strategy the enemy has been using to limit us I've noticed that a lot of um, the upcoming vocalists have this um, spirit of competition you know like like you you want to measure yourself using a different scale that you know that is not consistent with god you know like these days now people think like oh if i sing a song and i don't get million um a million stream or million views or something then wow that song is not you know i haven't done anything but I, I feel like, like talking about growth now that we're talking about, sometimes, yeah, just because of the process you're in, God will intentionally not make the song go viral. Just because he wants you to stay. He wants you to grow. Because when, when, you, when you seek a certain level of um, fame or popularity and you're not ready for that level of fame, yeah, because every level of um, impact you get to every level you grow into there's a new responsibility that comes so if you now at you're still at a very you're still at the ground level growing and then you want to achieve or you're me- trying to measure yourself with a standard that is meant for someone who is up there you see you're you're gonna lose focus and even if that level of of um um, exposure here comes if you're not prepared and and uh, if you're not prepared for it it's going to crash you you get like you literally will crash you know and then that's when you begin to fumble and all of that so yeah i'll just say stick to the growth the process of knowing who you are knowing the sound that god has ordained or god has given you to produce because every minute every vocalist has a sound so sit down find your sound because when you find your sound i tell you you're gonna (laughs) you'll be your own you know your own star (laughs) in that sphere so find your find your sound you know take your time find your sound and look don't always try to measure yourself by what you see around no sometimes that's not an accurate measurement of who you are so i can tell you yeah what if say, say for instance now god says uh I, I, there's this song i'm giving you and i want you to sing this song but this song is meant for just one person just one person if that one person gets that song that one person will be revived and that one person is going to shake the entire world you see, if you don't understand that that song is meant for that one person and you think that that song is meant to have millions of <laughs> millions of views or something or streams or you get or they're supposed to be singing it everywhere, you know, and they are not singing it. You see, you, you lose focus. But if you know that, look, this song here is just for one person, that's all you're, you're concerned about. If that once that one person because you would obviously i mean say you you, you know that that one person has heard this song and is re- revived 
you've done your job. The reward is there already. You've done your job. You know. So yes, yeah, stay. You know, spend time to stay with God and yeah, work on yourselves. It's very important. Yeah, like like when it comes to stuff like this, like things of God, singing, ministry. You know, it's not. You can't skip the process. That's the thing. You can't skip learning do re mi fa so la ti do and you want to skip to you know playing chords straight up it doesn't work that way you know build yourself try work hard that's the word work hard rehearse like score a lot of songs work hard and just just enjoy the process enjoy it <laughs> you know and yeah you'd find out that there's already a pattern that's been set for you by the divine you know and if you can walk in that pattern that path that's been set you'll just be smiling because everything will just be going the way like you get you'll be enjoying the process as you're going and yeah and i'm pretty sure you know when you find your sound you would enjoy grace and and favor in that sphere. So yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say. I actually have a lot to say, but I think this is the one that is probably in my top of the tops <laughs> of my heart. So yeah, and yeah, it was really awesome like um being here. Thank you for having me. Um worship. It was really a good time. I had a good time to be honest just chatting and, you know, sharing my own part. It was really awesome. And yeah, I just hope you keep growing as well. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, cheers. Thank you for listening to your favorite podcast. I can't believe I'm thanking you for listening to your favorite podcast. But anyway, thank you for listening. I'm doing this because there are people that listen to me. Okay, for the first week of March, we're trusting God. We're going to be having progress. We're going to be having progress from the just concluded Nigerian Idols. He was and is the winner since there's no winner again. <laughs> he was and still is the winner of the Nigerian Idol although they started another season. We're trusting it's going to be an amazing one, but would like to take a peek into his musical journey and discover who progress really is. All right. So see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Do subscribe, like and share with your friends. Come on. Don't be stingy with making musical quantum leaps. <laughs> Bye. Like I told you earlier, we spoke on how or whatever pushed him into singing, how he was drawn into music and it was you know how it was. It was amazing, yeah. So he told us about his what inspired him and what was always his um the inkling he had the pulling he had into music